What's up, everybody? CJJ podcast episode. Don't even know anymore. But I don't even know anymore. Something. Uh, so today we're going to talk about deadlifts and mound velocity. Uh, we've been running this a data collection survey, whatever you want to call it, on Instagram for what's been like a month now or so. And when did you when did you put out the first question? A month ago? Uh, it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. But uh, it kind of started because uh, Stephen was pretty much the only guy that I knew that had deadlifted over 500 pounds, but hadn't hit 90 on the mount. Yeah. You hit 89.8, so pretty close. Yeah. Uh, but I kind of had this theory, obviously it's not 100% true. My theory was that if you can pull 500 pounds, you should be able to throw 90 off the mount. So that's when we started asking a bunch of guys. Um, personally, deadlift's been a huge part, I think, of my velocity development. Um, I remember coming home freshman year during winter break and not <laughs> being able to pull 315 off the ground. Couldn't move it. Yep, I remember that at, at our old high school. Yeah, at our old high school with uh, you and Drake and Chip. Austin Chestnut, yeah. Freaking squad. But I think at the time I was probably 80 to 82 off the mound. Probably Maybe we didn't really, there. yeah, we didn't really gun a lot. But well, we were still going to our trainer, who didn't Chip, necessarily uh, allow us to pick up heavy weight. But that'll we'll get to that. Yeah, he was a great trainer, but yeah, great guy. Kind of capped the amount of weight. So yeah, I remember. I pulled 365 for the first time fall of my sophomore year at Willamette. And that was also the same fall that hit 86 for the first time. So went from not being able to move 315 to pulling 365, straight bar. Form wasn't great, but whatever. But hit 86. And then at driveline, I hit 88 for the first time. And about a month later, I pulled 415 for a new PR. And I'm guessing when I was at driveline, I probably had around that strength to probably do that. I didn't have a PR in my program. Yeah, you probably could have pulled it then, I would, uh, I would imagine. And then pulled 500 right around the same time. I hit 89 for the first time. So there was a, probably a three-month delay. But then that summer, the mm-hmm. next summer is when I hit 91. Um, and then at that time, I think my deadlift PR was 515. So I got up by 10 yeah. or 15. And then... Now my lifetime PR is 535. Well, I hit five, 545 trap bar, but 535 straight bar, 91 on the mound. Yep. Uh, and then... But yeah, you, I mean, I never, it was kind of like you, I never went into one rep maxing except for once in 2016. was when I picked up 400 for the first time. That would have been the summer of my redshirt year. And then that same summer is when I hit 89.8. But I was also, or no, that was before that. I was repping 400 plus mm-hmm. when I was doing, when I was hitting high eights. Yeah. So I'm assuming maybe even at driveline, if I would have attempted 500, maybe I would have got it. But I'm not sure because then I came home and I think I pulled like 490 something, 498. Something yeah, that was one of the things I've seen with uh, with this data collection. For some guys, you kind of look at it and think, okay, maybe what they're telling me their deadlift number is, maybe it's not actually that because yeah. they probably have more in the tank that has never pushed it. But well, that's I mean, yeah, that, that's definitely kind of what I feel like we went through. Yeah. It was like not knowing. It was almost like we were trained as quote unquote pitchers. Can't and lift heavy, can't lift yeah, upper body. You're, you're told, you know, you, the deadlift's dangerous and you don't need to go over 315 pounds on a heavy day. And it's, you know, it's, it's not necessary. You can do dumbbells and free weights and things. But then being exposed to like a place and like the internet, obviously, when guys are starting to like pull big numbers and then you go see them throw gas. It's like, well, why don't I just try to pull big numbers and throw gas? Like, there's <laughs> no reason not to try it. And I didn't, and I only felt better. It was weird. Like, obviously, this is all obvious stuff, but for somebody out there that's in that situation, it's like, I mean, if you're doing the things properly that you need to do with your whole training program, 
and you can progress to your deadlift towards, you know, the form check's good, you know, you can get in these positions and you can pull the bar correctly. There's no reason you shouldn't be progressively loading the bar too. Right. I mean, you're only going to feel better, stronger, you know, like the data shows. I mean, we're going to get into it, but Lucas pretty much found that there's a pretty steady correlation of some ball velocities and some numbers on the deadlift bar. So I think it can only help you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's multiple I don't know, doctors or different videos out there where they talk about how so many. being strong is never a weakness. So strength right. plays. Yeah. Uh, and I think the first sort of light bulb moment for me, because I wasn't, I don't think I dove into this that much in high school, but Jack Scheidemann, who was a shot put track and field guy at UW. Yep. Uh, he was Driveline's first strength, strength coach. coach or one, yeah. uh, first one, but he was a strength coach there. And they had him pull down, picked up a baseball. The first time he picked up a baseball, I, I in a while. Okay, I remember the videos they made back in the day. Yeah. It was a long time. And he pulled down, and he, the form looked terrible. He hadn't, no offense to Jack, but he definitely looked like he hadn't played baseball Not a traditional a baseball throw. You didn't think, yeah. you, you know, it looked bizarre. But he hit 94. Oh, yeah. And it was like, oh, this guy also deadlifts over 600 pounds, mm -hmm. as strong as an ox, and it's he's weird. huge, yeah. He's and the, I think he got up to 93 on the mound, maybe 94 later. Uh, tried and cleaned to, up his, you know, totally cleaned yeah, up his. Yeah, but it was just like, oh, this strength translates, even though it's, it might be raw and it might not look that good, but... You know, if you're, if you can't pull 200 pounds, we have perfect positions. You're probably still not going to throw that hard. Yeah, I mean, there's some guys that are freaky lax, right? Like that can. There's definitely outliers, but why would you want to re rely yeah. on that? You know, there's no reason to try to get in these positions if your body can't even produce the force needed. So that. Yeah. I mean, just that was kind of my initial. Uh, I don't know if you want to call it light bulb moment or what, but throughout training and throughout seeing guys, just kind of it just seemed that a lot of the guys that were super strong also. Through yeah. the hardest, you know, for a while the, why well, not? Yeah, the yeah. deadlift record at driveline was five sixty five held by Christian Meister. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. <laughs> who yeah. also had their mound velo max of one hundred point five. Have you so, ever seen Meister throw a ball below ninety five? Yeah, and he's <laughs> and he's freaky mobile, and he has all these other things. But obviously, he has a strength too. Which yeah, he was a guy that probably could have relied on his lax his lax movements and tried to do all this, but he 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 went straight into strength. So strong as not. Yeah. Um, I just kind of want to preface this out with a couple things. First of all, there is no, obviously, formula where if you can do one or two things, you're going to throw 95, or there's no exact correlation in that sense. However, as we just kind of talked about strength plays, and I think from a single exercise standpoint, I think deadlift's pretty indicative of strength overall. Uh, you know, it targets a lot of different muscle groups, a lot yeah. of exercise you can do in the gym, we're gonna target one or two, but yeah. you gotta kinda have a lot of total body strength to be able to pull a good amount of weight on the deadlift. So yeah. if we have to kinda simplify it for these terms, that's kinda why we chose deadlift. And right. um, again, from my own personal story, seeing a bunch of guys, seeing and myself. I like and love deadlifts. <laughs> yeah, deadlifts. <laughs> deadlifts are just wild. Well, that's the other thing, I forget who originally posted it, but besides overall strength, when you deadlift a lot of weight, you're training yourself to do something hard. Oh, it's yeah. kind of breaking through that mental barrier. It's that internal, yeah, that internal battle. Uh, yeah, just like, at least from us, lifting for four or five years in eighth grade through high school and not being allowed to go over 275 maybe. Yeah, the deadlift almost seemed like a warm-up back in the day. Now that I think about it, it almost seemed like it was something different warm-up. It wasn't something all too challenging, which sounds silly because, I mean, I thought I was getting absolutely after it. But, yeah. you know, it obviously helped me early on. But like you're saying, once you realize how hard it can be, but how, how much it can benefit you, you know? That's Definitely. the hard thing about hard things. It's cool. Um, yeah. Uh, so transitioning to the data here, 
I guess you could say my quote-unquote hypothesis was if you could pull 500, you could throw 90. Obviously, I knew there were going to be some outliers, as there are with any rule. Um, just kind of mm -hmm. looking at it, the on from a graphical standpoint, the data points that are further away from the trend line, it seems uh, there are some obvious either deficiencies or kind of reasons why that may be. For instance, uh, some of the guys that have really high deadlift numbers, but maybe not as high mound velo numbers, you could see that either they have some really huge glaring mobility deficiencies, or maybe they're really poor movers. Um, I forget who, but there was someone that had pulled at either like 600 pounds and he had topped out at 87, and he sent me a video of him throwing, and it was just, there's a lot of things he could have cleaned up. Right. Uh, and that, that might just be because he doesn't have the mobility to get in certain positions, but I was like, okay, I can see why you are that strong and can't, can't throw hard enough, or can't throw, can't throw 90. And then on the flip side, we have some guys that are in high school that, you know, are in the 90s that haven't pulled a 500, that, you know, their max deadlift might be like 365, and you look at them and you're like, okay, like, you're a good athlete, you're strong, but you're 160 pounds because you haven't fully hit puberty yet. Yeah, you're also a kid. <laughs> yeah. So you got, you're blessed with freaky rotational speed, uh, a good, good arm, yeah. and, you know, if you, a year or two from now, you might be added 50 to 100 pounds on your deadlift just from getting older. Yeah, um, t but yeah, let's see. So in total, uh, we had 327 data points. Uh, so different people that sent in their max deadlift and max mound velo. Um, some of those max deadlifts were, weren't sets of one. So it was uh, you know my heaviest set of three. So for some people that hadn't fully done a true max day, which as we right. talked about, some trainers don't do. Right. So for those people, I used a... Uh, one rep max calculator, which I used back in the day, and I always found it to be pretty accurate, actually 100% accurate for myself. So I remember uh, I did 405, I think it was for six reps, and based on that, my max should have been you know, 480. And then the next max day, I, I pulled 475 for the first time, uh, and I tried 500 and failed. And then you know, a month or two later, I got, I think it was eight or nine reps on 405, and based on that, my max should have been 501.2. And the next max day, I pulled 500 just barely. So that's just two examples. I've used it a lot, and it's always been accurate for me. So I used those. Um, and on, on the data here, I, I listed where the ones were estimates. So of the 327 people, 245 of them gave us their max mount velo and their max straight bar deadlift. 22 of them uh, gave us their heaviest set on a straight bar deadlift. So, you know, heaviest set of two or three or four, whatever it may be. And we right. used that, that calculator. 45 of the 327 gave us their trap bar max deadlift, and then 15 gave us their trap bar heaviest set. So set of three or four, where we, again, we use that calculator. Um, yeah, for as far as possible errors, um, there were a couple people that I might have had some self-doubt about if they were 100% honest, truthful in their <laughs> reporting. Uh, it's not, you got to think a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, you know, sometimes people's egos are a little hurt. Uh, maybe Especially on the deadlift, it's tough. <laughs> yeah, they want to pad their stats a little bit, so there's a couple yeah. that I question. That being said, I haven't been with them their whole life, so maybe they have pulled that. Um, and on the flip side of that, there's a couple of people I look at. Uh, Tyler Ferguson, for instance, who is an absolute unit, and I think his max deadlift was like 435, and I feel like he could pull 500 if, he, if his life depended on it. He is a yeah. beast. Um, yeah, if you had a certain, certain so again, you, you know, maybe using that 
if you're used to repping out reps of 10 at 365 or whatever, then it's like, yeah, your first max day, maybe you just don't push it to the full. Intense something sometimes harder to tap, uh, tap into, and that goes for deadlifts as well as on the mound. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's also radar gun misreads. Sometimes people might have higher numbers on the mound when maybe they only hit it once. Oh, they or go whatever. off the rap soda or some pocket radar. You never know. Rap soda, pocket radar. Um, not to hate on anybody, just saying. <laughs> yeah, and then not fully pushing self, calculator, and then the other possible error might be the calculator not 100% correct. But diving into the data of the people that pulled 500 plus pounds, uh, we had 72 that pulled 500 plus pounds straight bar max, no calculator. That's, they have actually pulled 500 plus. That was 72. 61 of those 72 people have thrown 90 or harder on the mound. 11 had not touched 90, so it was either 89 or less. So it's 84, 84.7% through 90 plus that have deadlifted, straight bar deadlifted 500, uh, 15.28% were less than 90. For the people with the estimate straight bar, we had six uh, that had pull, estimate pulled over 500, so maybe it was like a 480 for four or whatever it may be. Of the six people with an estimate of a 500 straight bar deadlift or, or harder, all six of them threw 90 plus. So that'd be 100% of that with a zero being under 90. We had 26 people that gave us their actual trap bar max that had pulled a 500 plus on the trap bar. 23 of those 26 had touched 90 or harder on the mound. Three were 89 or less. So 88.4% of those people uh, were 90 plus, 11.5 were under 90. Of of those people that had uh, given us their deadlift max, uh, four people were estimated 500 plus on trap bar max. So again, a set of four at 480 or whatever it may be. All four of those people have been 90 plus on the mound. So 100% there. So in total, we have 108 people that have either pulled a 500 pound straight bar or trap bar or have a heavy enough set uh, to where their calculator for one rep max would be estimated over 500. Of those 108 people, 94 have thrown 90 or harder on the mound and 14 have thrown 89 or less. So 87% of the people, 87.04% through 90 plus, 12.96 through under 90. I think uh, I'd rather be on the top one. <laughs> what? I think I'd rather be in the 87%. That's one. what I'm saying. <laughs> um, for out of all the people, other, we had two people in the whole poll that had pulled over 500 plus or estimated 500 plus that hadn't touched 85. So that's under, that's 1.8%. Um, and again, there's some doubt with that. Um, again, there's outliers, nothing's absolute. Uh, some more data uh, for the people. So on the flip side, if you go based on VLO, we had 195 people that had been 90 plus off the mound. Uh, 93 of them had pulled 500 plus, 102 under 500 was their max. So 47% of people that, uh, 47.69% of people that throw 90 plus on the mound that entered our data collection thing, uh, had pulled 500 plus, 52.3% were under 500. So pretty 50-50 there. For the people that, well, this, I break it down way too much here. <laughs> but um, basically, uh, if you take out one person in our whole survey that has had some pretty bad back issues and didn't, has a very low deadlift number, um, of the people that have thrown 90 in our data collection survey had deadlifted at least 300 pounds. So again, most of those people are probably higher than that. But if you're not pulling at least probably three plates off the ground, 
it's yeah. probably tough to throw nine. Again, there's some people that are better movers than others and more lax and more mobility, right. but at least a better jeans. basic strength level of pulling 300 plus seems to be a necessity to throwing 90. Um, for just breaking down straight bar, because that's the one that I was originally doing this uh, uh, pull for. Of the 72 people that had pulled uh, 500 plus on straight bar, this is with uh, regular and estimates, uh, 60 of those people had been 90 plus, 72, or sorry, uh, 12 had been, or sorry, 72 had been 85 plus. So 100% of people that have pulled or estimated pulled 500 plus on straight bar had right. been 85 or higher on mm -hmm. the amount, uh, with 83% of those people being 90 plus. Um, the people that were 450 to 499 as their max or estimated max, 74% uh, were 90 plus, 95% were 85 plus. For the people that were 40 to 449, there were 65 of those people. 43% of them were 90 plus, 89% of them were 85 plus. Um, for 350 to 399, 13 of them of the 32 were 90 plus, that's 40%. 26 of the 32 were 85%, that's 81%. And then for the people that were basically under 300, we had nine, and we only had one person again that was under 300 at 390, and he had a really bad back. Uh, most of the people were in the 80 to 85 range for those people. So that's a lot of data to throw at you. Yeah, but I mean, just, <clears throat> there's trends, right? I mean, if you were to watch that and you piece it, you know, each part of that together, you'd notice, you know, either some outliers, of course, but that's with every situation ever in the history of mankind. You know, I think it'd be safer to err on the side of, you know, success and what the data shows. And I'm sure there's plenty of other resources where the data shows power output from a deadlift or, you know, as we're talking about or whatever it may be. You know, there's no magic pill here, but the power output created from a deadlift, you know, I'm imagining as the data shows, like, and in my playing career, your playing career, and a bunch of guys I trained with myself, it just shows that, you know, that what you can do there, you probably can uh, translate to the amount of what you can do with ball velocity. I mean, why not, you know, err on the side of success, like I said. Um, and I'll put the, the pictures of the graphs. I had a bunch of different graphs in here and with the trend lines in them. And for the trend line, for kind of all the data points, it seems that there's about a 10-pound 10, 10 to 1-mile-per-hour slope. So basically, if your deadlift goes up 10 pounds, uh, you're going to add 1-mile-per-hour. Again, it's not a guarantee, but that's just kind of the trend, the trend line and the slope of it. It might be closer to 9.5 to 1 because it was a little less than 10 pounds. Uh, but basically, again, we talked about the further you go from the line, the obvious, the more obvious the deficiencies are. Uh, there's a kid I played with at Westmont that I think ran to 85 and was pretty athletic, pretty whippy, but was super small. <laughs> no offense, but he uh, he definitely it was a late bloomer as far as puberty goes, and his deadlift was super down but he was like 85 so again that's another dot on this graph that's kind of far off the line mm -hmm. um and then on the flip side bad movers so yeah i mean i guess in conclusion well yeah and also i mean just to go up that too it's not like it's not like all you don't go to your local bodybuilding gym and just say hey you must be able to throw 95 or 90 you're yeah. the biggest guy and then we're talking you know baseball athletes in the realm but i mean in the realm of training you know baseball players but i'm sure that a big bodybuilder, if he trained, maybe he could find his way to a 90 yeah, mark. Mean, you never yeah. know. Jack Shotman, keep going Jack back to that. Jack Shotman, yeah. Um, yeah, so there's a million factors at, uh, 
you know, injury, mobility, oh, yeah. uh, sequencing, all this stuff plays into ball velocity on the mound. However, mm-hmm. strength seems to be a pretty big factor, a pretty uh, indicative factor. Right, um, right. And just, you know, what you can produce up there, you know, it's the deadlift, like that posterior chain is just like, what, strength, stability. You got hamstrings, your lower back, even your upper back, you start getting a pool. I mean, you got to be pretty strong to move some heavy weight the proper way. And that's another thing with this. Don't go all egotistical and try to go one rep max every week. That's not what we're trying to say either. It's a progression, right? So you progress, progress, progress. You challenge yourself. Some strength coaches don't like one rep maxes for the reason of the, the ego can get in the way, which is fine. Do a 3RM if you have to, and then maybe... Use a calculator. Use a calculator, just like Lou said. I mean, that's a situation that's perfectly okay. You don't have to say, hey, I have to one rep max. I got to throw 90. It's like, no, just challenge yourself, challenge yourself, challenge yourself within the constraints of your programming, you know? And if you're doing everything right and you're, you know benefiting and you're doing the like I said the proper form which is tough and you learn it you know the stability and the strength I would imagine translates right to the mound because that's what pitching is you know it's a mix of mobility strength and stability so definitely it's gonna um but yeah I can also share this data with any of you guys if you guys want it's all on a google sheet so I can get send you guys a link just dm us let us know if you have any more questions can we put a link on youtube under the show notes uh we can probably maybe we'll try that out on um but also, yeah, if you have any questions, we can. There's so much you can do with this data. Dive into. I broke it down probably well, if, too much. Yeah. Well, no, if, it's cool because it, maybe any of you guys that submitted now and you're still playing or whatever, or you're just washed up and you, your deadlift <laughs> goes up in the next 12 weeks or something. See what happens. And you throw a ball and you hit a better number. Tell us. Well, that I happened mean, to Cisco. So I asked Cisco Prado, who's a kid that we played with, and yeah, catch it. Uh, he told me that I think his deadlift was like 390 or something, and he was like 80. Five or six. I definitely out. never saw him deadlift before or work out. Right. <laughs> so I mean, he was strong though. Yeah. He definitely worked out, but I mean, I never. But he texted me just the other day. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I hit eighty-eight point nine off the mound the other day." So there you go. obviously, this data is always changing. Guys are going yeah. harder, you know, getting strength away. Strong, but yeah, I mean, I guess bottom line is deadlift seems to be some seems to be some correlation. Um, if you can Do add some research. strength and get yeah. stronger in a deadlift, uh, obviously progress it. As Steven said, don't go crazy about it as a set. So obviously right now, you know, do your, do your yeah. best. Do your <laughs> best. For what's but going on out there in the crazy world. If you can improve your deadlift, it seems as if your VLA numbers Let are us know. You know, you never know. Tap in. Tell us if, you, if this data works for you or if it, you know, what's going on. And if you have any questions, let us know. Yeah, hit us, us up. DM us something. Take it easy. Later, guys. Peace.